Good morning and welcome. Fourth and final hour of our get-together. It's the 9 o'clock stretch. Uh, feels good. Oh, good. 9.07 time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers with the answers always yes. I'm Bob Rose. Greg Cassidy is here. We've got plenty of Biden buffoonery coming your way. But first, a little uh, buffoonery last night. As our guest joins us, uh, Blaze Enolia, he's a State House Representative, 35th District. This is Spring Hill, Brooksville, Hernando County area. And uh, Blaze, good morning. How are you? Uh, good morning. How are you guys? Fantastic. I'm assuming you watched the debate last night. Uh, big Gov, the Big Gov, the Top Gov versus Charlie Crist. And Charlie, really, he brought in a crowd of obnoxious little uh, idiots, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And I didn't just watch it on TV. I was there live. So I got to see what was happening firsthand. But before I get to that, you know, it's interesting. I just heard the lead in when um, that you just had where people said, I'm a conservative. I'm a liberal. I actually thought you were talking about Charlie Chris um, <laughs> and his different positions over the years. So forgive me for that. But yes, to get to, to answer your question. You know, being there live, it was different from what was being shown on TV for at least what I've seen. And the amazing part is that this crowd was basically split down the middle. One side was DeSantis. The other side was Chris. Um, our side, the DeSantis side, we were all dressed up in suits. We were dressed professionally. The Chris side came in. They were all in T-shirts um, and jeans. And they were just obnoxious. The amount of disruption that they caused yesterday was unfathomable and i don't think you could pick it up on tv and this was planned this was not something spontaneous they were doing it all night they were cheering through the governor's answers they were yelling out things like calling him a liar uh and then we find out after the fact that a lot of these people were bussed in from broward county and they were teachers union people uh and they were uh SEIU, um employees which you know if you're going to have a debate Everyone should just sit there and actually debate the issues, not get shouted down by people in the crowd for political purposes. Well, they look, that's an old Democrat trick. They've been bussing in people to events all over. Heck, I remember uh, uh, Bob Graham and being part of an event uh, there many years ago in Orlando. And you know, bus after bus after bus of these union guys got up, and not a one of them was under six foot or 220. It's almost like they were daring something to happen. It was... Uh, uh, they were they were trying to be um, intimidating, and in some ways they kind of were. Now now back to the debate. Um, I got to tell you, Governor DeSantis he he hit the ball out of the park. But on one where he was questioning, he looked like he hesitated for just a second. He said, "Can you look at the camera?" Chris said, and promised the folks of Florida that you know you're going to be here for all four years. And and the governor had a great comeback. But I thought one could also be. Sure. Can you promise the uh, Florida voters that you're going to be a Democrat for all four years? <laughs> that would have been a um, that would have been a great response. But you know uh, about that question, the governor was actually because the governor plays by the rules. The governor was sitting there and waiting for him to be acknowledged by the moderator, and then he hit him with the zinger. Um, but the rules said that you were not allowed to ask a question of your opponent, which the governor which Governor DeSantis totally respected. And Charlie um, obviously didn't multiple times. What I would have loved personally for the governor to do is, okay, if we're going to answer questions, hey, Charlie, Chris, I want you to answer this question so everyone can hear the answer. What is a woman? Mm. I would have loved to have heard Charlie, Chris, answer that question. Um, But look, at the end of the day, 
um, this governor, I know the questions about 2024 come up, and I know that the Democrats are absolutely obsessing on it. But at the end of the day, this governor is concentrating on two things right now. And I know the governor. I know that he's doing this. Number one is making sure that the areas affected by Ian get back on their feet because that's important to the state. It's important to their local economy. And he's trying to make sure that he wins this election so he could be the best governor um, that Florida's ever had. I, you know, he can answer any way he wants. He's the governor, and he has our full support. I got to tell you, everybody I talk to, whether they're in state or out of state, you know, I talk to people on the beaches, tourists, friends from out of town, people I talked to in North Carolina when I was up there, and I'm telling you, everybody loves this guy, Governor DeSantis. But, you know, if he would have said, look, I'm going to be true to the people of Florida, and I'm going to continue to represent him with the, you know, the kind of gusto I have, but if there is a greater calling in which I feel, you know, engaged to do um, to help our nation, if, if that calling should come, you know, there's a good possibility that I'm going to answer it. And I got to tell you, he wouldn't lose one single vote in, in this Sunshine but State for governor. Bob, I totally agree. But here's the issue. And you have to think of this from the governor's standpoint. And I would probably do this same exact thing if I were on that debate stage is this, is that this is a, this is a narrative built up by the Democrats and by the liberal media to try to box in the governor. Mm. And the governor wasn't going to have it. The governor wasn't going to feed into um, their obsession over this. So the governor didn't answer it because he didn't want to give that question any credibility. Okay, fair enough. Now, (laughs) this is just an example of how desperate Charlie Crist is. I mean, all the polls have him down by 10. I guarantee it's at least 15. But anyway... So he, he's down, and he's desperate. What, what does he run on? And two bizarre things that I never in a million years would think he would attack uh, Governor DeSantis for. One is a, not a very good response to Hurricane Ian. Bizarre. And then the second one, DeSantis is a lockdown governor. What? Yeah. <laughs> there were two things that happened last night. One of them is what you were uh, referring to, the lockdowns and, and uh, COVID. So... It was really rich um, and just goes to show you how desperate the Chris campaign is, is that he was blaming this governor for the response on COVID, blaming the deaths on a pandemic on the governor. Uh, And then the other thing is he was blaming inflation on the governor. Look, um, Charlie Chris has to uh, lie at this point. He has to distort things um, because that's the only way he's going to try to make up uh, any any um uh, get any headway in the polls but here's the here's the thing he's not going to because every time when charlie chris says something most likely it's going to contradict something that he said a couple of a couple of years ago and one of the most telling points for me and just to tell you how much charlie has an aversion to the truth is that we all know because we have the receipts we have the screenshots that his campaign was raising money directly from the people affected by Ian, the people who's pe- people who are displaced from their homes. He was attempting to raise money for his campaign from them, and then he goes on stage and lies about it. It's unbelievable what this man will do and or say just to get elected. The man has no backbone, and he has a severe aversion to the truth. Hey, uh, I agree with everything you're saying. I'll leave you with uh, one tough one, unrelated. Well, it might be related to the governor. 
We need you guys to get together and continue your work for Florida homeowners insurance and all that goes with it from every side you look at it. Um, it, it can we count on you to be a part of that? I will tell you, not only can you count on me, I have been. As Commerce Chair for the last two years in the Florida House, I have been pushing and pushing for insurance reforms. Unfortunately, we weren't able uh, to get it done, and we feared that something like this, like Hurricane Ian, would force our hands. Now it's going to happen. It is number one on the priority of things that I would like to see done, and I know it's at the top of the list of the governor that, that wants to get done, because we have to. Because we right now are in such a litigious um, society in, in, uh, in the state of Florida. We have 9%, and the governor alluded to this, we have 9% of all the insurance claims in the state of Florida, yeah. but 78% of all the lawsuits. So we're going to have to have big structural reform when it comes to the insurance industry so we can deliver on our promises to bring down those insurance premiums for homeowners. Got it. Got to leave it there. Uh, state House Rep. Blaze Egolia, we appreciate your time. Keep fighting a good fight. Will do. Have uh, a great week, guys. Hey, you too. Yep, he's from the uh, 35th District, representing Spring Hill, Brooksville, Hernando County, but kind of going over the uh, the battle, if you want to call it that, last night between uh, Governor DeSantis and Charlie Crist. It is 9-17. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky.